Hello, Soul Tribe, and welcome back to Spiritual Vanity Podcast. I'm your host, Sina, and we're back to discuss crystals. Ironically, I plan this podcast to air around the time we'll be entering Taurus season, which is the first Earth element of the zodiac, so perfect timing like a rolling. For today's episode, I've curated a list of my top five most loved and used crystals. I'll be sharing each crystal's healing properties, chakras um, they interact with, and my specific uses for each one. So to begin, let's get real. I can feel the skepticism, so let's clear it up. (laughs) One, crystals will not, will not, will not change your life magically. Like tarot cards and sage, crystals are tools that um, we can use to raise our vibration, tune into spirituality, connect with our higher self and source, and live out the human purpose, manifesting. Two, you can raise your vibration or whatever you're using the crystal for um, without actually having that crystal. (laughs) Again, it's a tool. The power of the tongue and the mind will always be the most powerful. Three, the belief behind crystal healing is that holding crystals or um, holding them over certain parts of your body promote physical, emotional, and spiritual healing by working positively with your body's energy field or chakras. Four, research has shown that crystal healing may induce a placebo effect on the recipient. There's even been um, correlation found between people who surveyed as holding stronger beliefs in actual paranormal activity and higher results. Um, well, those people having high results as saying that they actually felt healing effects from crystals. Five, personally, I definitely know that there's a placebo effect in play when working with crystals, but the effects I, I have experienced, I can't knock. So I can't say I don't believe in crystals. I always exist in this weird gray area of spirituality, I guess, um, where it's kind of like science brain and non-science brain, if that makes sense. But anyways, therefore, it's almost as if whatever you believe will heal you, will heal you, right? The placebo effect itself, um, well, sorry, the placebo effect within itself is not a fake response. Um, Brain imaging studies performed at Harvard Medical School have shown that when a patient um, performs an action and is given a placebo pill or whatever, um, it activates specific regions in the brain and can trigger release of endorphins, dopamine, and natural painkillers. The bottom line here is the power of suggestion. So do you believe or do you not? Again, refer back to point two, the power of the mind. My point here is, unless you've tried it, don't knock it. There are several other tools that may work better for you in your spiritual journey. All I ask for you is to have an open mind. So with that being said, let's go ahead and get into the episode. So I've always been attracted to stones. As a kid, my parents would take me to the zoo, my favorite fucking place. And in the gift shop, there was a little cart that would um, that you could pick stones out of. I would always pick out all the fool's gold, if there were any left, <laughs> which I've come to understand is just pyrite. But anyways, I can always say that I've been attracted to crystals. I mean, I like pretty things, and especially wearing pretty things. And my mom even introduced me when she would talk about birthstones. And that just solidified the attraction even more, especially as um, jewelry. 
So now, I mean, I know that there's a wide array of birthstones because you can search by your month, your zodiac sign, you even go down to the exact day of your birth. So you can only imagine my excitement at 22 years old when I rediscovered and deepened the purpose of crystals. I found my first metaphysical shop in my college hometown and went berserk. Imagine my excitement at 22 when I rediscovered and deepened the purpose of crystals and crystal and well discovered crystal healing. I found my first medical physical shop in my college town and went berserk, invited all my friends to go with me. And at that time, that experience showed me that everyone on some level likes crystals, or at least is interested enough to buy one or two that resonate with them. Kings, queens, swordsmen, and king's hands added crystals to their thrones, crowns, and swords. You know, crown jewels. It's also said that ancient Egyptians would rub rose quartz, well, a particular ancient Egyptian, um, would rub rose quartz on their face to preserve the beauty of their skin, hence last year's trend in, well, still a trend now, but specifically last year, the trend of rose quartz and jade rollers in the skincare world. You can incorporate crystals daily by carrying them in your pocket or sitting and medita meditating with them in meditation. I tend to let my intuition lead. I have some crystals that I keep in my shower and then there's some that I keep in a catch-all dish so I can grab and go. Okay, so enough being said, let's go ahead and get into my top five and I have a bonus. So we're going to start from five and go to the top. So number five is Golden Tiger's Eye. If you can tell by my podcast cover art, I love tigers and I love butterflies. Those are my two like little spiritual animals. So um, Tiger's Eye relates to the sacral and solar plexus chakras. Zodiac correspondences are Capricorn and Leo. And as a tip, you can look into your birth chart to see where you can apply this to yourself. As you know, we all have all the zodiac signs in our charts. We all are everything. So see where Leo and Capricorn sit for you, and maybe that's where you can apply this crystal. Or, you know, as we go forward, you can see where to apply particular crystals in your life. For me, I am a Leo rising, so I can apply this stone to my first and my second house because, um... I have duplicate signs. So I can apply that to my first and second house of Leo, which is of self-image and possessions. Um, or my sixth house, which is Capricorn for me, um, which is the house of daily work. Healing properties of Golden Tiger's Eye are balance, creativity, protection, and strength. So this stone allows scattered thoughts, feelings, and emotions to come together in a way that makes sense also increases self-discipline and supports self-motivation. Traditionally, it was carried as the amulet against curses and ill wishes. It also aids in kundalini awakening. Also, Tiger's Eye grounds and stabilizes to give the carrier power and courage needed for new ventures. I have a tumbled Tiger's Eye, a golden Tiger's Eye specifically, that I keep in my dish to grab and go, but my favorite way to incorporate the energy of this crystal is through bracelets. I got my first Tiger's Eye bracelet when I was in Hawaii, and I loved to wear, um, and I ended up actually loving to wear that on days where I just need to be a little extra focused and courageous to tackle that day ahead. Again, you can thank Capricorn and Leo energy. This also directs focus onto what's um, at stake in that moment, so what's important, helps unclog mental blocks, and... I think this would be a cute gift for college students to support them in their daily college studies. Okay, so number four is Fire Agate. Ooh la la, I love this stuff. <laughs> so this relates to the root, sacral, and solar plexus chakras. 
Zodiac correspondents are Aries. Healing properties, creativity, sexuality, vitality, and will. So fire addict can come into your life at a time where it is imperative that you believe in your inner fire and ability. And so allow these um, energies an opportunity to express themselves in the physical world. Um, this stone aids in physical protection and provides a protective shield. My favorite part, blocks negative energy and sends it back to sender. Now I don't know if this sends it right back to that person. <laughs> I mean, again, power of suggestion. You could just click send that shit back to the sender. Three, this can help with any sexual issues, trauma or fears around sexual expression, sexuality. Agate um, has a lower intensity in general, so it vibrates a little slower than other stones, but it still helps to overcome artistic blocks. Ultimately, I've gravitated towards the stone when I'm already kind of feeling a little fired up in the day and I want that extra flame. This um, stone really captures the element of fire in a way that is actually safer and portable. I mean, I can't carry a lit candle with me all day, but I can put fire agate in my pocket. It allows creativity to push through and helps the carrier see whatever situation set or circumstance um, in a new perspective, also allowing a creative solution. This stone is better suited to be mobile, not something that you want to buy and place in your house as a big-ass stone that just sits. I prefer smaller versions. I have a tumbled one. Um, I get the most use out of it, well, back in the day when I was, back in the day when I would go into the office settings, um, bringing it to work and holding it in my hand for a little bit. While I'm at my desk, you know, just taking a little breather, helps me balance and see career issues objectively and creatively. Number three, um, rose quartz. So, yeah, I think we all have seen rose quartz. And honestly, I suggest that everybody, everybody gets this stone. Um, it seems basic, but it's not. So rose quartz relates to the heart chakra, of course, and it corresponds with Venetian ruled Taurus and Libra. Healing properties include love, compassion, and self-esteem. So rose quartz promotes all kinds of love, most importantly self-love. My most given tip to people is to find a rose quartz that speaks to you and carry it in your bra or your pocket. I started doing this when I worked in Sephora as a cola consultant and oh my god, this is when I was like, okay, this spiritual shit actually works. Um, Sephora is obviously a very Venetian-centric store. Um, Venus being the planet of love and beauty, also connected to Libra and Taurus, which makes sense why those are the zodiac correspondences. Um, not that makeup is the standard of beauty, but the essence is, is that we were all in Sephora for that main reason. We're all purchasing things that make us feel even prettier and hotter than we already should feel that we are, naturally. So I would put rose quartz in my bra. And I kid you not, my customer interactions were always so much more pleasant. I would receive a lot of compliments. I felt like giving a lot of compliments. Um, not that I'm not like that naturally, but I'm just saying, like, I was just in a very beautiful Venus energy. Um, and I also would be a lot more compassionate with customers that usually would brought me the wrong way. I mean, it's still customer service. <laughs> we're still talking retail here. Um, so yeah, it was just a really beautiful energy to be in. I've actually suggested this to other friends and they've actually said it works for them. So I am pretty confident in that suggestion. Also, um, Rose Quartz emits strong vibrations of unconditional love, releases negativity that blocks love, um, attracts um, obviously love. How many more times do I have to say it? Intimacy, friendships, and personal 
fulfillment. So again, it was said that Isis, that ancient Egyptian we were talking about, used rose quartz to maintain her youth and her beauty. She would get it from, I forgot what river it was, um, but she would just rub that on her skin. I actually feel like I overuse rose quartz nowadays and I've because I've been gifted so many times I have various stones laying in several different areas of my home I also have a rose quartz roller however you can definitely just buy a tumbled rose quartz and rub it over your face as a step in your skincare routine um, I also love keeping rose quartz elements in my bathroom even promoting its properties with soft pinks in my bathroom and like soft creams and whites so my love for rose quartz um is also to turn me onto the idea of like incorporating crystals in my home in general but when i get to build my dream home best believe my bathroom and shower in the counters are going to be rose quartz real rose quartz okay but this is a really close one number two is smoky quartz i have a lot of quartz in this uh list see what i like um so smoky quartz works with the root and the solar plexus chakras this corresponds with Capricorn, Sagittarius, and Scorpio. Healing properties are grounding, removes negativity, and reveals purpose. This stone is so beautiful. I got my first one in Gatlinburg. Um, and I like, I love, well, actually, I love the transparency, but it's still a dark stone. It's still gray, but it's transparent. It is beautiful. It kind of reminds me of the balance of the dark and light that is present in all of us um, and the need to have both. This stone helps to ground you, but will also help to raise your vibration. So it's a good stone for meditation, relieves exhaustion, and supports peace of mind. Prior to quarantine, I made rituals of, um, I made a ritual of sorts, again, incorporate in the bathroom um, to hold this crystal when I was in the shower after a long day of being out in the world, participating in the rat race of life. And it just helped me to melt the day away so I could really relax at my home and regain some rest that I needed to go out and do the same thing the next day. This stone is something that I affectionately have kept in my shower in combination with my bonus crystal that I'm about to talk about here in a minute. Um, I've always, I've made my daily showers very ritualistic because A, I love water. It's an extremely healing element, which makes me even prouder to be a Cancer. Um, and of course, I mean, I don't live by an ocean, so I can't, well, I mean, it doesn't really matter if I could right now or not. Um, but I don't live by water, so I just kind of got to make do with the shower, you know? So, um, of course, cleansing your body is essential. But I started to incorporate smoky quartz and just breathing. I would let the hot water steam and the steam build. Just close my eyes, hold the smoky quartz. I have a point, so I let the point um, face away from me to, as in like letting the negative energy remove itself from my energetic body. And I would just breathe and visualize the water cleansing my energetic body and allowing whatever needs to be released to be released. Happiness is a moving target, so that daily energy cleanse is vital. And because the stone is so good at removing negativity, it's also very important to make sure that you cleanse this crystal regularly, regularly, <laughs> and treat it with care. So onto the bonus crystal is going to be another quartz, milky quartz, yes. Um, this is one that I use in conjunction or in place of smoky quartz if need be. Milky quartz is good for all chakras. Um, and also corresponds with all zodiac signs. Healing properties are balance, calming, and peace. Milky quartz, which is more commonly known as snow quartz, is the feminine counterpart to clear quartz. Whew. 
quartz, quartz, quartz. Its vibration is a lot softer and encourages um, the carrier to see the world from a child's like perspective or from a child's eyes and remember that there is wonder and magic in the world. It kind of brings on this feeling of innocence. Um, so it's really helpful in times where you might be a little high strung emotionally. Because of its softer effects, I will switch this out in my shower slash my energy cleanse um, with smoky quartz if my emotions are getting the best of me more than they are other days. So usually this is around PMS time. Um, when I'm upset and on the verge of tears, I usually get in the shower and let my tears just fly. So that soft feminine energy of the crystal, just having it in the bathroom and that area in the general vicinity supports those emotional outbursts without judgment from myself, which is also important. It reminds me to be appreciative of who I am and what I have and that there are still wonders and magic in the world no matter how I feel that is crashing down around me. So number one, last but not least, coming at the number one spot, the top dog is selenite. It introduced itself to me without hesitation. With other crystals, it's taken me some time to really tune into the energy and really feel it. But selenite, not shy, honey. Every time I hold this crystal, I can feel its vibration heavy. So this works with the third and crown chakra, corresponds with Taurus. Healing properties of this stone are chakra cleansing and spiritual connection. So no wonder why this stone literally lights me up. Selenite helps to connect with spirit guides, consciousness, and higher self. Brings mental clarity and reveals big, the bigger picture. Um, the crystal's high vibration helps to increase energy and remove bad vibes. I only use this crystal for one thing and one thing only, meditation. It's damn near the only crystal that I use during meditation and I don't really have to do anything but hold it. Within three minutes, and that's a lot of time, I can feel and see white light surrounding me, protecting my energetic field, and that allows me to relax into whatever needs slash wants to come up in meditation. It's definitely a powerful chakra cleanser, and it leaves you feeling purified and liberated to be your free self. It really connects you into your higher self, and it's it's phenomenal. That concludes my list of my favorite stones. I hope you guys enjoyed it and that this wasn't too long, and it was actually... Um, informative. If you loved it, please let me know. Don't be shy to leave me a rating and a review. Share this podcast. Let other people know. Hope you guys have a beautiful rest of the week. Blessings and I'll see you guys. Well, I will. Well, you will hear me <laughs> next week. Bye.